Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies. This week or next week, rather, at the Everyman, Decadent Theatre Company returned with David Harwer's play Blackbird. This play was an adrenaline joke to critics and audiences alike when it premiered at the 2005 Edinburgh Festival and it went on to receive productions around the world, including the West End and Broadway, exploring guilt, rage and raw emotions between the characters of Ray and Una, who last met when she was 12 and he was 40. Irish Theatre Magazine said of Decadence's last run of this show, it's a stunning play, dense with philosophical and ethical issues about human sexuality that have not been explored with such visceral honesty since Nabokov's Lolita. Well, the part of Una is played by Maeve Fitzgerald, and I spoke to Maeve yesterday. We are commencing the tour next week um, in Limerick on Thursday, Friday and Saturday of next week and then we've a couple of days off and then we're down in the Everyman on Thursday and Friday the 5th and 6th of May and then we're in Ballydehob for the night on the 7th of May so we go over to another part of Cork and then we head off on tour on for the rest of the country I think another 11 venues after that so <laughs> Cork is our, our second and third venue Brilliant you wonder where they're coming or going by the end of it but it sounds fantastic Life on the Road do you enjoy Life on the Road? Um, do you know what I do in the summertime. When you're doing a tour in wintertime, it's a bit more difficult because the days are a bit shorter and there tends to be less to do. And I don't know, I think all of us have a bit of that SAD thing where your your mood is a little bit lower when it's dark and when it's grey and when it's cold. But coming into these months now, it'll be lovely to be on tour because the country will look lovely. Everyone will be in better form. The evenings will be longer. So yeah, it should be it should be nice. It'll be lovely, but gosh, what a contrast then to the material that you're exploring in this play, Blackbird by yes. David Harwer. I mean, like, we're going to have these fabulous, gorgeous evenings. And the subject matter that this play takes then dives down into a subject that a lot of people feel is still taboo. It is. And the way it does it is quite remarkable because he's such an incredible playwright. He's such a skilled playwright and such a, he has such a broad view of humanity that this play is full of grey areas. It doesn't come down hard on either side. And it leaves you with more questions than answers. And any preconceptions that you may think that you have walking into the theatre, I think will certainly be shaken by this play. It's challenging. It's, it's, I'm, it's, I'm going to be honest, it's, it's not for the faint-hearted, but it is a very compassionate, forgiving, understanding, and it turns a very taboo subject on its head. Now, it doesn't shy away in any way from the horrific ordeal of abuse. However, what it does do is it offers slightly a, a, broad, a broader view of it. And I think it's quite, it, it could be quite unsettling for some people. But I think 
theatre at its finest forces us to ask questions. It doesn't give us all of the answers, you know, and and I hope that people have debates afterwards. I hope that people don't come away saying, well, this is how I feel about that. I, I hope I hope it opens up things for people rather than closes closes the subject down, if that makes sense. I don't want to give away too much. No, as well. see, I, I know that, but we do have to, I suppose, guide people a little bit into where the play kicks off. I mean, I get one, the 2007 Olivier Award for Best New Play on Broadway, starring Jeff Daniels and Michelle Williams. And I have seen little clips of their encounters. It is the most intense, confrontational conversation back and forth. So can you briefly kind of give an overview of the two characters, where we meet them at the very beginning? Certainly. So the characters of Ray and Una, we first encounter them in an office building, which is Ray's place of work. And Una has spotted a picture of Ray in a magazine in a doctor's waiting room and has recognised his face instantly and has come to find him after 15 years because 15 years prior to this, when she was 12 years of age and he was 40, they had a relationship and he was put away in prison. She was given therapy and they were both essentially failed by the system, thrust back into life and both of them are trying to live their lives as best as they can with all of these unresolved issues between both of them. Both of them have tried to move on in their own ways but have never had any kind of closure or any kind of understanding about what happened between them, why it happened. And this play basically is an hour and a half of their, as you say, their confrontation, their conversation to try and make sense of the whole thing and to make sense of their lives up until now. Uh, It seems compelling, phenomenal, dark and disturbing and every other kind of adjective that you could find around it. But at the same time, I know that Decadent Theatre Company has also commissioned a kind of an outreach programme that goes along with it. Yes, um, a wonderful lady called Danny Gill. She's very invested and committed in with with this project. And as far as I know, I'm not sure which particular venues um, that are going to be availing of this, but... There will be several talks and talkbacks and um, I I imagine post-show discussions uh, um, on this topic. They're hoping to bring in various people who are experts in this field um, who would have a far more um, maybe rounded and academic view than we would Mm. um, um, to enable audience members to thrash out questions that they may have and also to shed some light on the subjects that are discussed in the play of, of sexual abuse, abandonment and of the effect that that has on on both people throughout adulthood. Um, And also, I believe there will be resource packs, which will offer um, some insights as well. I know from the investment that Danny Gill has put into it and will be putting into it that, you know, should a venue want to um, avail of those those resources, I think Mm. they will certainly be available. And there, you know, there's there's no harm in... in, um, having a kind of a companion piece to go with this kind of thing because uh, it's it's emotive, it's difficult material, it's difficult subject matter and it's very important that audiences do know what, what you know, while it is, it does deal with, with issues of a sensitive nature, it, it discusses the sexual abuse of a minor and we, we do advise people who are over 16 only to come and see it or at parents' discretion. What I would also say is it is deeply human. There are, you know, it is deeply relatable on a human level um, and it features some incre- like incredible writing, incredible writing. So I would urge people to um, to allow themselves 
to go there for this hour and a half with us. I really, really would. You play the character of Una, who we would meet in this play. I guess she's late 20s, early 30s by the time she is. She encounters Ray again. So like the writing of her part, I imagine, you know, is, is critical and just pivotal to how the whole play turns. It is. Yeah. I mean, Una, funny, you know, throughout rehearsals, you discover different things at different times and things reveal themselves differently. And I think that's been revealing itself to me um, over the past few days of, of as we as we finish up our rehearsal period is that Una is somebody who is she's protecting herself. But, uh, she has been labelled um, which is very often, I believe, happens to victims of abuse, particularly young female victims of abuse, is that they are labelled negatively in their community and sometimes in their family, and mm-hmm. they are they are blamed. They're blamed. Yeah. They are seen as, you know, for for want of a better phrase, the the novel that was out a few years ago, asking for it, yes. you know, um, placing themselves into these positions of vulnerability where, you know, you can't really blame them kind of thing. And she's been labelled like this for, for her whole life. So she has protective walls up around her. But within that hard shell is a, is a very, very soft exterior and a soft, still a 12-year-old, because what I, I believe from the bit of research that we've been doing that... Um, very often with victims of abuse, there is a level of um, feeling they are stuck. Yes. No matter how much they try and move on with their lives, there there's still a part of them that will always be that child until yeah. it is, is is entirely resolved. Absolutely. So the writing is is uh, is, is critical for Una, and I think David Harrow has done a really really good job. I mean, my my aunt um, my aunt was one of the senior psychiatrists in Arbor Hill for several years, and now she works in St Pat's. So she would have dealt with people who would have been both perpetrators and victims of abuse. And I gave her this play to read, and she came to speak to us as well on on the subject of of the play. And I asked her, you know. Would you consider this play to be an authentic representation? And she said, absolutely, absolutely. So he's done an excellent job. The writing is very, if you see it on the page, it's very, it's technically, it's very, very challenging. But when you get into the flow of it, it just, you you get lost in it. And it's like a very, a very good tennis match, (laughs) I think. Well, yes, it's described as a blistering and compelling two-hander. We don't yet have audio clips of uh, yourself and Declan in the roles, but I do have a very short clip of that 2007 performance between Jeff Daniels and Michelle Williams. So I'm just going to let people hear a tiny clip uh, of that now. Like you said, the back and forth between the two as Una, as an adult, comes and confronts Ray once again. Listen, Maeve. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And yourself, Anne-Marie. Uh, please, I hope everybody comes to see the show in the Everyman or in Ballyda Hall. We hope to see you there and let us know afterwards what you thought. We'd be very excited to hear. Well, you open in the Everyman on Thursday the 5th and Friday the 6th and then down to Ballyde Hob on Saturday the 7th of May. Thank you so much. Mind yourself. Take yeah. care. All the best. Bye now. I don't know why he invited me, your father. I said hello to him on the street when I saw him. I I helped him with his car once, but I was surprised when he asked me. I wasn't going to come. I didn't know anybody there or or neighbors, but, you know, my windows were open. I could smell the the barbecue five doors away, the smoke. It wasn't because of you. I'd seen you on the street, around, but not... Not you were looking at me at the barbecue. No, I saw you. I wasn't. I felt I, you. I, I looked at you. I wasn't looking. We're not doing standard presentational Broadway up there, where we kind of lean out and hit hit the audience. We don't care whether you're there or not. 
It's two people in a room working out a huge, huge problem. You just happen to be watching. And we got to get there every night, eight shows a week. There is no kind of sort of maybe kind of a little bit doing it. It's all in. I mean, it leaves the audience at the end with a gut punch. They feel what we are feeling throughout the play and certainly at the end of it. And there aren't a lot of theater, uh, plays that, that, that do that. So I'm thrilled for David and Joe and Michelle and myself. And I'm glad it was recognized. I really am. And that was film actor Jeff Daniels there speaking following their own production of Blackbird. So you can check out all of the details on the Everyman Theatre website. Okay, this is the last call for your entries before the nine o'clock news. After nine a.m. We'll be.